Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And welcome back to SMPD listeners. It has been a while. I hope you're all okay. Uh, Welcome to the first podcast of 2022. We wouldn't normally have this long off, but life got in the way a little bit. Mark started a new job. I've had all sorts of shit going on. We've been doing some admin stuff for the show as well, which we won't bore you with changing websites, all of that sort of shit, which hopefully won't collapse everything like it did last year. But (laughs) either way, we're finally back and we're ready to kick off 2022 with uh, with a big hitter, I think, one that's been on this for a long, long time. Um, we are working towards something as we approach our 100th episode. So all will be revealed in due course, listeners. But in the meantime, just see if you can identify a trend in our shows over the coming <laughs> weeks as we lead up to the end of April uh, and see if you can get a few steps ahead of us. But we are kicking off with Denver, The Last Dinosaur. Yeah, now this one, I say, it's been on the list probably since season two. Oh, God, so we're, go, we're going back a spell. We're probably going back 2018-ish, 20, maybe 2019. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's been on, on there for a while. Um, I I always used to love this, and it was on um, it was on Sky, I think, wasn't it? It was on like one of the, it was like the Children's Channel or something like that. It was. Uh, it came to ITV as well, though, didn't it, in the morning? I'm not I sure. Think it, was we ITV, all, anyway. we always, it was one of those we always used to watch at my grand's on a Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was, so yeah, parents, it was definitely a proper Saturday morning show. Yeah, like my parents would go out with my aunt and uncle on a Friday night, so we'd stay with my grandparents, and then we'd get up early. My grand would be working shifts, and my grandfather would have gone out for a couple of beers the night before, so we'd get up and watch TV until he got up, um, which, you know, happy days. Uh, so, so, yeah, so, I mean, this was one that I always associate with watching there and reading the biscuit cupboard because there wasn't anything there for breakfast um, until he came down and, and got stuff out of the cupboards because it was all too high for us. Biscuits so, are breakfast? Well, well yeah. <laughs> So I I, I agree with that, but apparently no. Apparently I'm wrong on that. Um, food. I had biscuits for breakfast this morning. What's wrong with biscuits <laughs> for breakfast? Um, but yeah, so that's so that's what we used to do. So I I remember this quite well, um, or I thought I did. And then when I put it on, um, I only got to watch uh, the pilot and the second episode. As I said, I got a new job. Um, wasn't I didn't find a whole lot of time to new job stuff going on with the, with the, with the kids, and I just didn't get a lot of chance. That may have skewed things a little bit because what I saw wasn't great. I can tell you it definitely did. Okay. Um, I did the same thing. Um, I watched that fucking hour-ish pilot. Yeah, no, that's fucking intense. That's no as as pilots go, that's hardcore because if you, you're trying to sell this <laughs> show and you're trying to you're trying to get people to watch this show, you're thinking, right, we're gonna stick it on for kids. 20 minutes is a good no, it's a good episode. 48 minutes plus ads, motherfucker. Yeah. Um so I watched that. Uh, yeah, but I, won't, I won't get too much into it, listeners, but I've not had a great end to 2021, start to 2022. So I didn't have a lot of time. Um, and the time that I did have, unfortunately, I spent watching the fucking pilot for Denver, the last fucking dinosaur. <laughs> uh, hated it. I, I, fuck, I was ready to rip this thing apart tonight. Hated the fucking thing with a passion. That was about uh, two weeks ago, something like mm. that. Uh, I calmed myself down, came back. <laughs> <laughs> and watch some more. And as we usually do, I skipped around a bit. Uh, when, you know, when we haven't got time and we know we haven't got time to watch a whole season, we tend to jump around a bit. So yeah. I've watched some early ones. I've watched some last ones. The difference in quality is massive. Okay. Now, having said that, it ain't great. Even when we get to the later episodes, okay, it still ain't great. But a lot of things that I was prepared to absolutely pull that pilot down for 
are sorted out. Okay. Um, at what point exactly, I don't know where that happens. It's, there's certainly a lot of things wrong with the first two episodes. Feels like episode three, from what I've seen, was kind of the turning point. And then once you get to the to the back half, once you're in the double digits, it's almost a completely different show. Okay. Um, I mean, let let's get into it then. Like, like there are there are some good things about it. Uh, the theme tune, the theme tune, and uh, the theme tune, uh, and the end. <laughs> pretty, don't forget the end when it finishes. Yeah, oh, and, and it ends. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I I can't say I ever really loved this. It wasn't a show where I was like, oh yeah, I've got to watch Denver the Last Dinosaur. Mm, yeah. But you're absolutely fair. right. It was definitely an early Saturday morning cartoon. It was one that was on pretty much every Saturday, and it was something you could count on. Plus, for me, um, I was a dinosaur kid. Like some people like cars, some people like spaceships. I fucking loved dinosaurs. Like I was the kid with the dinosaur top trumps. I was the mm. kid that knew all the dinosaur top trumps. Yeah, Triceratops for the win, always. Um, but so so this was kind of like this was playing right in my wheelhouse. Um, so I think I would I was kind of automatically watching it, especially the one thing I did remember more than more than anything else. I remember the theme tune and I remembered the fucking kick-ass prehistoric segments, which still look really cool. Yeah. Like there's still every now and again Denver uses the fucking magic eggshell yeah. and they never understood the point of those. Look, there is no point to this show. Um <laughs> There's certainly no no narrative structure to this show and no story no. to this show, no arc, no nothing. I don't I don't get it. Um, and, and there's a fucking lot that we can. I mean, I mean, it feels unfair because it's a cartoon, but it's kind of what we do on this show. So there are some major plot holes that we can pick up, and certainly some huge gaps in logic. But yeah, but yeah. So so as a kid, I remember watching it a lot. Um, it's definitely a big one in terms of cultural impact. You know, it's one that we've we've had messages about. You know, people have contacted us about Denver specifically yeah. when we've been talking about theme tunes as well. So it's it's obviously one that, that resonated with a lot of people. Um, so there was that, and, and then I was coming into it thinking, well, I don't remember much about it other than that, and it's probably not a good thing if I don't remember anything about it because generally the way these shows go when we don't like them uh, on second viewing is that they meant so much to us as a kid and we could remember every little thing about it, and then yeah. we go back and watch it. It's not as good as we remember. Um, so with this, I couldn't remember a lot. And I was thinking, oh, why is that? <laughs> like, is, is it because it's not particularly memorable? And it turns out that, yes, that's exactly the problem. <laughs> um, I, I, and it's we always kind of draw back to raccoons when this happens, because that is that first one that really disappointed us, because I yeah. could remember a lot about the raccoons, and I remember really, really liking it. And it turned out that all of that stuff that I remember was the only good stuff. Um, and this sort of feels like that, but less disappointing like i'm annoyed by it i'm annoyed that i've wasted this much time watching it <laughs> and I'm, I'm annoyed that even though i disliked it i'm never going to be able to disassociate with that theme tune so yeah. it's, it's always going to be something that's it but i don't perhaps feel as passionate about it as i did with raccoons because i was so disappointed by that yeah. with this i came back to it not really knowing what to expect because i couldn't remember anything and then just ended up going well, why the fuck did I ever watch that? Was I an idiot? Um, <laughs> because very little happens in this show to start. Yeah. Be well, I it, mean, it's I mean, like this one story and they tell it in the pilot. Yeah, that's, that's it. the I problem. Mean, the whole thing, I mean, look, looking through the episode titles as well, I mean, it kind of sums it all up. But the, the first episode is Meet Denver. Okay, fine. Introduce it. The second one is called In the Chips. And the description is Denver follows Jeremy to his job at the store where he hides in the storeroom and eats chips. Nice. That, that, that's your fucking episode synopsis for your um, second episode. I mean, he does like chips. This becomes yeah. a thing. He does like chips. Um, 
And the thing off is, reading reading the synopses of the episodes, they do get immediately better after episode three. Like they episode, really do. Episode three, Wally borrows his sister Heather's camera so he and his friends can make a video starring themselves. Okay, fine. It's no, it's a little bit no. It's, it's a bit more, of kid, kid comedy, and that's fine. I, I'm on board. But with that. The thing, there's more to it even than that because that episode, I've I've watched that one. Um, they actually end up catching a bunch of criminals on camera, and so yeah. it becomes like a little bit of a mini heist movie. And actually, of all the episodes I've watched. That one's probably the best written because there's a structure to it. And and that one, I don't know if you've seen that one as well. No, I've not seen that one. But when they start off, they're making this video and each of the kids wants to do their own thing. So like Mario wants to do a video where he's a stuntman. So he's on his BMX and he's pulling off loads of cool tricks and stuff. Shades basically wants to do like a Miami Vice ripoff where him and Denver are like undercover cops and they're all dressed really cool and they do a drugs bust. Um, Denver just wants to do... Denver shit with guitars and what have you. Um, So there's all of this stuff. And then when they eventually do um, sort of catch the criminals, some of them get captured and the others have to break in. But they use all of the things that they wanted to do in order to save the rest of the kids. So, like, first of all, Shades has to go in undercover and unlock the window so that Mario can ride up through a ramp on his stunt bike and burst in through the window and pull off. And they pull off this, like, daring heist, basically. And I'm like, what? That's all good. That was all set up earlier. I understand. Yeah. I know what these kids want to do. Like, that was cool. And, of course, it ends with them smashing everything together. So there's a fucking giant mess of a music video where Denver's fucking shredding his guitar and Mario's rocking around on his BMX. And it's essentially the intro, which is also the rock concert from episode one. But yeah. now we're... they just superimpose some extra shit on the top of, like, Denver skateboarding and stuff. Yeah, we're... we'll get to that in a, in a bit as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I... I, I looked at these as I've not had a huge amount of time and reading the episodes, the episode synopsis here, like I said, that one, no, that one sounds from the synopsis sounds fairly lame, but I, no, as you said, there's a story to it, the structure to it, it works. The next one is called Monster of Lost Lake. Uh, while at camping, um, Denver is mistaken for a terrible monster. So again, there's no, there's automatically a story Whoops. there. Yeah. Um, Wally takes a job at the zoo, but on his first day, things take a turn as Denver is kidnapped by the self-serving Dr. Funt as part of his new high-tech exhibit. Again, there's stakes there, there's peril there. Can I just point out, because it occurs to me every time that name is mentioned, he did say punt. Yes. Punt with a All right. Because every time they say that name on the show, I'm like, was that? Excuse yeah. me? <laughs> yeah, I did notice that, especially with um, with the accent, because you've got, um, oh, I was going to say, Fizzback, isn't that? Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the way he speaks, it's so pronounced and over the top, it does sound a couple of times like he says cunt. Well, I... Here's, here's the thing with is it Fizzback or Fizzback or whatever he is. Um, why didn't they just get Rodney Dangerfield? Well, yeah, that was what, it. What, 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 <laughs> like, why is why is he bearing in mind he's like some rock and roll concert promoter or something, right? Yeah, where does the link to Rodney Dangerfield come in there? And I why don't is know. why did they decide to draw his caricature and have someone impersonate him? Why yeah. didn't they? Because let's, let's bear in mind, Rodney Dangerfield had a cartoon, like yeah. they. In fact, we should probably put it on our list. It wasn't very good from what I remember, but it's probably worth looking at. Yeah. Um, so why didn't they just get that team in to do this character if this is what they wanted to do? And you you have to assume that someone, like somebody made this creative decision. They went, what's, the, what's our bad guy going to be? Rodney Dangerfield. Because I don't know how you get to this level of caricature without literally sitting in the room and going, our bad guy should be Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. You know, it, it feels like you know the same thing would happen if you wanted to make it Gilbert Gottfried, for instance, yeah. or whoever, you don't you don't say they're like G- Gilbert Gottfried. 
you just say, yeah, get they are. Godfried. Yeah. <laughs> and they've done the same thing. Like, this is Rodney Dangerfield. They've just yeah. made him the bad guy. Yeah, it's not Why? even subtle, is it? No. What, what did he do to these guys? <laughs> I don't get yeah. it. I, I, I don't know is the answer to that one. I, I don't I, think I he's particularly well. hated, is he? Unless, I, as, I don't know. Was he, did he do something wrong in the late 80s, early 90s that I, I don't know? else did. I don't understand. No, I, I, I don't know either. I don't. I. I, I have no idea. Um, yeah, it, it. It seems like a strange choice to me. Very strange. And I, I mean, that's part of the problem with the show as well. Is there's no real threat and no villain, is there? Like they they perceive threat every week. Like we had the car criminals in in episode three, and you have you have Rodney Dangerfield in pretty much every episode. But he's, he doesn't really do a fucking lot. And that, yeah. I mean, that's the problem. The obvious through line here is very clear, and they set it up in, in the pilot, but then they obviously can't maintain it because they tell the story straight away in the pilot and then it's gone. But the obvious through line is that the kids need to hide Denver because loads of evil scientists and, yeah. and rock promoters and everybody else is going to want to get their hands on him because <laughs> yeah. he's a fucking dinosaur. Well, yeah, right? and not only that, he's you know, he, he's sentient and understands English and can apparently shred. Um, what, well, we'll get, believe me, we're going to get to that. Fucking yeah, um, believe me, we're going to get to that. Straight, straight away with that. I mean, even just in that pilot episode, I said all the notes I've got are based on the pilot. I didn't bother with the second one um, I watched. But first off, Rodney Dangerfield is that fucking awesome, right? He can put on and sell out a concert in like it, yeah hours, and then <laughs> and at the same time organize a world tour. I know. Get him to the Japan guy's a legend. Yeah, <laughs> guy's awesome. No. Why are we not rooting for this guy? He should be our no. He's our success story. We should be following him. But here's the thing: I think I kind of am because I don't actually know what he's doing wrong. <laughs> but then this is the bit that really threw me. Right, is that his his first concert goes wrong? Still got the fucking world tour lined up and the rest of it. But instead, he decides to sell the dinosaur to an idiot scientist who just Wait. happens to find out that he's got a dinosaur and happens to be in the market for one. Yeah, overnight, he goes from, this dinosaur's going to make me rich. He's going to be the best fucking product I've ever had. To, oh, I need to get rid of him because I might get found out. That That's his thought process. Yeah, the kids are on to me. I might get found out. I might get find, found, found out. out. I'm putting them on the fucking stage for everybody to see. Of course I'm going to fucking find out. Found yeah. out. I get it found out for what exactly? Like, I, this dinosaur yeah. doesn't belong to these kids. Although it's there is there is a, a comment where um, Jeremy does say he belongs to us. No, he doesn't. Well, that, that was. A, I remember as soon as he said, I thought, "No, he fucking doesn't." You've just, you've just, you know, seen him, ha- seen him hatch and kidnapped him. Right. And here's the thing as well. It feels like we're piling in on on the pilot already now. When we were having a bit of a general conversation, but why not? We're in there now. I'll circle back around to some of yeah. the stuff that I might have liked later on, and some of the more general problems I have. Right. So they see him hatch from the egg. Although, I mean, technically, you'd argue they cause him to hatch from the yeah, egg. Yeah, because. Um... Mario, Mario crashes his fucking bike into him. Yeah. Um, but the, there is a fucking giant, and I mean giant dinosaur egg, just sitting yeah. in the Nobody's middle of the noticed. ground. In a construction the, site. In a construction site next to the La Brea tar pits. Yeah. But, Wonder what uh, that could be. Well, but not only that, like, surely, I, I don't know, if there are any Californian listeners who happen to know about the governance of your city, then please do correct me, but Surely, if you're going to do major excavation near what is a major historical monument, you're going to have done a fair fuck ton of ground studies first. You're not yeah. all of a sudden going to go, whoa, there's a dinosaur egg. And you're and, and not just a dinosaur egg it. about yay big. Yeah. You're talking, no, a fucking seven foot uh, dinosaur comes out of it. 
Yeah, and you're not, and even if you do find it, you don't just leave it unattended in the no. middle of the fucking construction site. Yeah, that's fucking armed guards and all sorts of shit around that straight away. Yeah. Electric yeah. fences, dogs, whatever. So how the fuck the kids find it before anyone else? Oh, they're saying that be- before that. I quite like the the dynamic you had between the kids, where you've got the bullies and stuff like that. I quite liked that. I thought they were going somewhere with that. I thought they were setting they were setting that up quite nicely, and then obviously that became more of um. It just became more of a plot device later on. It's just like, oh yeah, they've got these these bullies they're not really friendly with. Oh yeah, we'll throw them back in. They they rely on those bullies a lot. <sighs> yeah. They really do as the show goes on. But yeah, I mean okay, that dynamics they really on, but it's nothing new. Like we've seen that sort of thing plenty of times. Yeah. And but we've I, seen I, it done I, better in plenty of other places. We as have well. seen it done better, but I I did think that it was it was relatively convincing. I didn't think I mean you see some and it's so obviously just like, oh, we need something to do to chuck it in. Um, they did not. At least there was a bit of thought went into. There was a, you've got a little bit of the individual characters coming through um, with that as well. So that was, I, I did think that was quite interesting. I was hoping we'd see a bit more of that. Also, I didn't watch enough of it. But as the episode went on, so you saw you had them there. You saw them once more when they distracted the kids so that Fizzback could steal Denver, and then yeah. that was it. Yeah. That, so where's your threat? Yeah. It, well, there isn't. There is no threat for anything. And, it's interesting that you say you quite like all that setup as well, because for me, one of the one of the key things I think that could make the difference between whether I did enjoy this show and didn't, bearing in mind there are problems with it, I think. Um, the the main reason why I'm definitely not enjoying it is I fucking detest every single one of those kids. I fucking <laughs> hate them. I hate them, hate and look, the fact that they're all talking in like late nineties Californian surfer dude speak is, is not the issue. Like Hello, Turtles fans, right? So, well, not yeah, the I mean, issue. However, this... it's really fucking great. Here. It, it does. And I, I spent ages trying to work out because it's um, Cam Clark does Mario. Yes, he does. Um, and it, see, this is the thing. I think the performances are fucking awful as well. And I'm trying to reconcile the fact that it's Cam Clark with that because, yeah, you've, he's doing Mario and Shades, yeah. who are the two most irritating characters in the fucking show anyway. But then, like, also, this guy is Leonardo and Canada. And like, yeah, you can do this. What the fuck? Are you, like, why are you messing around with this shit? Well, this was it. And I mean, I, I spent ages because um, I didn't re- do any reading. I didn't look anything up until after I'd watched it. I did. I, I, I paid eventually. It was Cam, it was Cam Clark. But the voice just didn't seem to fit. Uh, not at all. It, and, 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 none of, and the voices didn't fit, but the characters didn't seem to fit either. It's like no. they, they went, right, we need to have an ethnic character. We need to have a specky, specky geeky kid. We need to have a slightly overweight, slightly uncool one with a, a cool older sister who's going to rip on, on him all the time. So they've gone, over, right, we just need cliche after cliche after cliche. And that'll do because the main focus is going to be the dinosaur. But yeah. actually, the dinosaur, for the most part, plays second fiddle to what they're up to. He absolutely does. And I'm I'm on board with that. I know it's called Denver, the last dinosaur, right? But I'm on board with the fact that the kids drive the story and Denver is more or less a MacGuffin. Um, I, I've talked about this at length in, in several things. I, I really liked how that dynamic worked in the first Transformers film, for instance, as well, mm. where they're kind of like almost the guest stars of their own movie, and it's about yeah. the human element of the connection. I like that, and I like that it brings the kids together. Um, the problem is I hate the fucking kids. Uh, but, but I will... I have got to take my hat off to them, actually. I think you're right. They, they clearly wanted a sort of multicultural representation going on in the kids, which is great. And what I actually really like is they don't fall i don't think they don't fall into the stereotypical culture trap here like it would be very easy to have mario you know as the as a token 
black child, Ben. Um, yes. I don't know if that's the politically correct way to say that. We have had complaints before. That's just I'm calling, calling it what it is. Um, it it was they, the 80s. That would have been exactly what it yeah, was. But, but they don't take him down the road of like, I know, let's give him an afro and he can wear loads of gold and he can be into the hippity hop. And they don't do that. Now, likewise with Shades, you know, like, yes, he's always walking around in the Shades, but he's not fucking Scarface. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they're not they're not playing into the stereotypes. They have made them normal children, yeah. which which they are. Yeah. And, and the fact that they're all of different skin tones is not mentioned and is not a thing and just doesn't matter. And I really like that, you know, because because when we when we've talked about things like Captain Planet, for instance, where yeah. they go too far in the other direction with that and they try and celebrate that ethnicity and culture. Unfortunately, that's where things can go wrong when it's not being done by people of that background. Hmm. And so they've just avoided that trap altogether and just went, no, these are just all kids. And yeah. the color of the skin is the color of the skin. And that's that's fine. I, I like that. I thought, you know, there would have been a temptation even five years earlier if this was made to have just made them all yeah. white. And and they avoided that. So that's yeah. that's cool. Um slightly uncomfortable with the and I know they're kids, it should it shouldn't matter. Slightly uncomfortable with the relationship between Shades and what's the what's the tomboy's name? I've got is it Susie? I want to say it's Susie. Something like that. But they, you know, she's clearly Casey. a lot. Casey, there you go. She's clearly a lot younger than all of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's this thing where she's constantly hitting on him. And the thing is, if you look at it in you know, as adults, you think there's probably what three, four years between them. Yeah, it, it when, doesn't when matter. You, when you're really when you're an matter. adult, it makes no fucking difference whatsoever. But when you're 13, 14, as these, guys, these kids are supposed to be. There's a big difference between a 14 year old and an 11 year old. It, well, this is the thing. And it feels slightly icky um, yeah. because she is clearly much younger. They do say what grade she's in compared to them at one point. I think it's in episode five or six where they're doing right. a science fair, but I, I can't remember. And I don't really know the American grade system that well. I know our fucking school years, not theirs. Um, yeah. But I think there's like, I think there's like maybe two, three grades between them. Something like yeah. That. So but that so, at, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, at that age, there is very much, no, there's a very definite difference. Yeah. Now, if they'd have played that the other way, again, though, you know, trying to flip that on its on its head, you know, they made her the tomboy and had her pursuing him. So that's fine. Give, give, gave her agency, gave her something to do. The more traditional way probably would have been to have had Shades, say, obsessed with the older sister. Yeah. Which is more stereotypical, but to me, doesn't feel quite as ick. Yeah. So. I, I I don't know. I, this is such a confused show. One of the most annoying things, though, in that pilot, and made me want to throw, because I was watching these on my phone as well. Like I said, very, very busy couple of weeks and not really good couple of weeks either. So not really in the mood. I just wanted to throw my phone at the wall every time that omnipotent narrator kicked in. Yeah, to tell no. us exactly what was going on. I'm like, why are you writing exposition into the script? What well, the fuck yeah, are that, you doing? That really pissed me off, and I've, I've made a note about it because there's no point to it. They they do enough no. in the story to move it along anyway. They don't need yeah. the exposition, but then it just feels like they've got. All oh, right, well, somebody's hanging around. We haven't anything for it to do. I'll do you know what it feels shut like? Shut some shit down. It, it feels like, particularly what we've said about the performance as well, right? It feels like they did a table read and recorded it. And somebody's reading the fucking stage direction because it, it, why is it there? What? Yeah, it's it's really annoying. And I said there were the couple of times it kicked in in the pilot. I'm thinking, right, I've just seen that. You don't need to tell me that. I know what's going on. Yeah. Because yeah. even even as a child when this was on, I'd have been about six or seven. 
I wasn't a complete fucking moron who couldn't follow a story. No, and, and like I, I get it. Like in some instances, it's especially with that pilot, it's because they've gone to break and come back, or it might even be that it was the previous day and it's a previously on mm. Denver, and we're watching it edited together. So those bits where there were catch-ups, like yeah, they're annoying, but I didn't mind them so much. But it was literally where they transition from a time period to another, and I don't mean like you know prehistoric to modern day. I mm. mean like from an hour ago to present. Yeah. Um, like in the instance of getting to Japan and stuff. Yeah. And it feels like they just couldn't be asked to write the interstitials to get you from A to B. So they had this narrator just say, and then Denver was sent on a plane to fucking Japan. And I'm like, well, look, just show us. Show, don't tell. Yeah. I know animation's And, and they, they do, but... to be fair, they, they do show it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, the note I've got here, I've just found it, is that the, the narrative, it just feels like a very lazy choice. Very lazy. It's like very, gone, very oh, lazy. Oh, hang on. We're not, we're not confident enough in what's on the screen, which is, you know, isn't fair because actually what you see on screen is enough to get you through anyway. Yeah. But it's like they've just gone, oh, rather than try and work it out, we'll just put something to talk over the top of the, uh, over the, over the top of it. It'll be fine. And it just seems like they've got, rather than believing in the product they've got, they went, ah, oh, yeah, fuck it, it'll be fine. And also, as I said, it, it, it honestly feels because her delivery is so fucking poor and disinterested anyway. Awful. It's, it's Awful. like, it, it's very much like, I'll do us a favour, love. We're, no, we're a person short. Just got to sit behind the mic. Just yeah. read, read that for us. She's just not needed. And, but then that vanishes almost immediately. I, I Like once that first episode, once that pilot's out of the way, that goes. But what okay. does re- what does remain is that at the start, and this is a very American thing, I know, um, but it just rubs me up the wrong way, is that before, like mid-titles, really, they cut mm. out of the titles, give you a condensed like 30 second version of the whole episode where it's like coming up on Denver and it shows you everything, like the whole story or what there is of it, even down to, in some cases, the last shot. Yeah. And then you get to watch it all again for the next 20 minutes. But I'm like, (laughs) but I know what's happening. Like, why do I need 20 minutes of this when you told me in 30 seconds? Because there's so little story, you Mm. can tell me in 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? What? Yeah, I, I don't know. And I, when um, when I lived in Australia, they, they, there was a lot of that happened there as well, um, especially with kids TV. Mm. And it's almost like they're doing the TLDR version, which is like, well, you're not going to sit and watch the entire fucking thing. So we might as well tell you what happens anyway. Yeah, which it's, completely ruins the point of it. I think it's to do with with commercials. I think it's a case of right because especially in America, it's like credits, commercial break, back into the show. Yeah, so. There is a temptation then, if you're channel hopping, to be like, "What well, the fuck's this?" Denver, the last time. It's okay, I like the song. Yeah, whatever. Um, and then they could be like, "Here's what's coming up before we cut the commercial," and you get bored yeah. and spin around and find something else. Yeah, makes here's sense. the story you're about to watch. Fine, okay, if that's what it is, but it just feels very dated because you don't really see it anymore. And look, that is because TV has changed and because we're all paying on a subscription model now, so there's no need for that. Yeah, but it still fucking annoyed me. Yeah, really, it is annoying. And we don't see that in, I don't think we've seen it yet in any of the shows we've watched. No. I think this is the first time we've seen that. Um, I, I do remember it from the era, particularly on uh, Nickelodeon, stuff like that. I do remember that being a thing, but I just forgot about it. And it cropped up here and I was like, oh, get the fuck. Like, this is <laughs> like, give me the credits, give me the fucking 20 minutes of this show I've got to endure. And yeah. then just fuck off and I'll watch another one. Um, yeah, Jesus. There's so much about this show that fucking annoyed me, right? So yeah. we talked so about... Be, we talk, before oh. we jump into other things that annoy us, there was one thing I was really impressed with, because you never see it. Motherfuckers oh. had five fingers. 
I didn't even clock that. I clocked it really. I think it's when uh, Mario's on the bike, but I, I checked a couple of times. They've, they've got five fingers, which is fucking unheard of. That That is unheard of because I've got four and a thumb. Um... All right, they, they have five digits. <laughs> Fuck it. But you know what I mean? Like in, in animation, they always they always do three yeah. fingers and a thumb because it's it's cheaper and it's easier um, and all the rest of it. But yeah, they had they had they had five digits in each hand. It was it, it really threw me because it looked unnatural. I was like, why does that look weird? Well, it, no, it does. This is a thing. It's not that it's cheaper and easier. The reason uh, most animated uh, figures and things are drawn without five digits is because there's an uncanny valley to it, and your brain literally just tells you that it's wrong. That like it just doesn't look correct. Um, that that's why. So that's why it looked wrong to you. I I didn't even clock it. I must be honest. I, I didn't even clock it. Oh, look, I'll be honest. I fucking hate the art style and the animation in this so much that I'd probably stop looking. The animation <laughs> is horrible. It's dog shit. It's absolute it's absolute crap. piss water. Like I don't like what people's mouths move and then they're not even talking. And like I know that I know we've seen that on some of the older shows as well. And you generally get that where they're not done in English when yeah, they're done in another language. Give them, you know, you give them a pass when it's like the, the 60s, 70s stuff that we've looked at. You know, yeah. Eh, give them a bit of a pass. Or when it's obviously cheap. Yeah, give them a pass. But like, it wasn't that cheap. Like, you can do better than this. And it, it's not, I, as I point, feel, I don't know why I feel the need to point this out all the time. I'm sure you're with me on this by now, listeners. But when I say animation, I don't mean that it looks cheap or, or anything like that. What I mean is that these characters just don't move convincingly. They just don't expect it's about the performance is what animation yeah. is. It's not how fluid it is. It's not whether we have loads of repeated frames and stuff like that. That's all budgetary. It's about the fact that they just don't move convincingly at all. Hmm. They, they just, oh, I, I hate it. It, it looks like dog shit. You, you're right. It, it looks like absolute dog shit. Hmm. Um, it's not pleasant to look at the color palette isn't pleasant because no, that was that was very 90s. strange uh, uh it was late 80s 88 this uh, this was made yeah um but yeah it's the color palette is strange because they i think and i think it's because they've made denver so vivid and bright green that they need yeah. to offset everything else to make him stand out more well everything's everything's era appropriate i think because it's very pastel which mm, i remember yeah. the late 80s and early 90s being everything is very pastel um but it, 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 yeah, it just looks washed out and rubbish now. And mm. it, 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 this cartoon just has not aged well at all. No, it hasn't. Simple fact. It, it really hasn't. Um, so, okay, getting a <laughs> brief detour into things we like. Um, getting back into, like, there's so much wrong with that pilot. And I feel like it's unfair that we just pile in on that because there are other episodes and they say I've watched them and it does get better. Yeah. There's just so much fundamentally wrong with it. Like, to start with, yeah, you've already uh, alluded to it, but. Denver hatches out of that egg and immediately understands English. And they do make a comment about it, actually. Um, yeah, they say, whoa, you can speak English or something like that. It's, it's, um, I think it's when they, when they take it home, take him home, sorry, um, and the sister discovers him. And they say, and she's, a, she's screaming and babbling. And say, oh, it's, it's okay, he understands English. Yeah. But he can't speak it. I said, why? Except later on, he can. Now, that I'll buy. All right, because yeah, by the time learns, we get to the late, fine. yeah, by the time we get to the late, and he's speaking in broken English, you know, but he can say the odd thing. He can say chips, he can say guitar or whatever. You know, he can, he's very Scooby Doo. Yeah. But he can do it. Uh, but the fact that he instantly hatches from this egg and understands English, which is a language that would not even have been invented no. when, he was, <laughs> when he was first conceived, it, there, is, there is just no way in hell he would understand English. At 
best, and even this is nonsense because he's just hatched out of the egg, but at best he would understand grunts and cave paintings. Yeah. No, there's, a, there's another bit that comes with this actually as well, is that when um, it comes a bit later in the episode where the, where the bullies, uh, so, so the bullies or it's the um, the henchmen for fuck nuts or whatever his name is, um, they're, they're in trouble and he... The, the narrator gives a thing about he 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 sort of conjures up the the only thing he can remember, which is a T Rex. He was a fucking egg. How does he remember a yes, T Rex? Yes, yes, I thought exactly the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't like, remember no. any of this. I said, I'm because I'm sorry, but no. there there are certain things I can't forgive in this show, and that's one of them because it just doesn't fucking work. I know. The other major one is that there's a ginger kid with three friends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Sorry. I mean the only the only explanation I have for the T Rex thing, and I don't know if it comes before or after this. I don't. In fact, I don't think they do. Do they touch the egg in this episode? Because every now yeah. and again they can touch the eggshell with him. Well, they do. They do it once. Can, yeah. They, he they can do transport it them back to, to prehistoric times. So maybe they saw a T Rex then. Uh, but, that, but that's kind of his go-to move, right? Yeah. Every week, Denver saves the day by making himself big and going like, Rah! and looking like the least convincing scary dinosaur you've ever fucking seen. Still but not that, bad as Barney. I don't know. I, Barney's probably scarier uh, for all the wrong reasons, but he's probably well, yeah. scarier. Probably Gary Glitter um, in a suit, that's why. <laughs> probably. Uh, so, right, so there's that. Yeah, he shouldn't remember who a T-Rex is. He shouldn't be able to speak English, right? Yeah. As the, the show, there's, there's lazy things like that that bug me. Yeah, that as the, the show goes on, right, and time passes, and they establish that time passes because he learns how to speak English and stuff. How does he not get bigger? Because when he hatches from the egg, surely he's, he's like a tiny yeah, little he's as little as, he's as little as he's ever going to be. Like, he's going to grow into a T-Rex or something, surely. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck he is, like a Shredosaurus Rex <laughs> or whatever. I I, there was another one as well, actually, talking about that, about what he is, right? Yeah, they do They do say what fucking species of dinosaur, but it's nonsense. Well, no, They've well, no because um, Funt, well, that f- um, he says, you're a brand new species. That's I've right. discovered a brand new species. He names him, Except he? the little Japanese girl has a yeah. fucking toy of him. Yeah, it has it, a toy of that species of dinosaur. So how is that a new species if you know there's already toys of it? Now, all of this is very annoying, makes no sense, and pulls us out of the story, okay? Yeah. But we've got to talk about the real fucking elephant in the room here. The oh, real dinosaur. Uh, well, all right, the real fucking Denvasaur, whatever he is in the room here. And we've alluded to it a few times already. But even if we buy that he can speak English, yeah. even if... We buy that he has the self-awareness to know that he's the first of his kind that's been discovered or whatever. Yeah. Even if we buy the fact that he can remember what a T-Rex is through some fucking pre-birth memories that he has from being inside the egg. Yeah. Even if we buy all of that, how the fuck does he know how to A, play a guitar, and B, ride a fucking skateboard? (laughs) Immediately, because they put him on stage... And again, yeah. let's go there as well. How the fuck, as a rock promoter, as a, as a musician of, of sorts then, right? Yeah, all right, you're putting the acts on stage, but you have to have a passing interest in music and you have to know what's good yeah. to be a promoter, right? How do you look at a fucking dinosaur and go, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to put a guitar in his hands. He's going to be fucking awesome. Like, yeah. to start with, tiny little hands. Like, what the fuck's he doing? Give him a ukulele if yeah. you're going to give him anything. You can't give him a fucking guitar and expect him to shred, let alone know all the words to the fucking song, know when to hit all the beats, know how to do the moves. Right. And the fucking performance starts and they like, they push him on stage. Like as if he doesn't know what's going and on. He's, he's terrified. And, yeah. 
instantly. As soon as the lights hit him, he's like, yeah. He's, he's like a fame whore, isn't he? Yeah. It, it's, what the actual fuck? Yeah, it's fucking bonkers. And the, the other bit that annoyed me with the concert is that they just put the fucking credits on again. Yeah, oh, it, it is the credits. Uh, yeah. look, like that's annoying, but okay, that, that sort of thing happened. Then, but they, um, but it, but like they used images from the credits that had no business being there. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, totally. You know, what are you fucking doing? Yeah. And it's literally because they've gone right. We want to put that. We we don't want to animate that minute. We'll just use that again. Yeah. So also right, there's that. And and as we we briefly touched on this and then moved on, but also he manages to put this concert on seemingly overnight, sell it out, and everybody that knows there is everybody that goes there rather knows who he is and is like a Denver super fan. Yeah. Like the, the, it's like he's the fucking Beatles. And they're all fucking our age as well, if you notice. Yeah, the, the crowd are losing their fucking mind. Like, what? You've never fucking heard that. You've never seen the guy before. And the thing is, right, even if you're saying, right, okay, well, this is, this is something we're putting on some sort of show, whether there's music or whatever, with a real actual fucking dinosaur. Yes, people are going to be curious. And yes, people are going to pay money to go and see it. But they're going to be really skeptical, really cynical, going, well, what's that suit made of? Yeah. How, long for, how long for the head falls off? Yeah, yeah. How are they keeping that on? Yeah, totally, right? And even if you... Okay, so let's take the flight of fancy again and go, okay, there's a real fucking live dinosaur that, what, 10,000 people go and see play in a fucking small concert, and then he gets shipped off to Japan. The rest of the show is about how... And I don't mean the pilot, I mean the show, is about how they need to make sure they keep Denver hidden because... If people knew there was a real dinosaur, then it would cause all sorts of problems. Yet 10,000 people at least have seen him in a concert. He's bound uh, to have been on the news. And every it, week when they try and keep him hidden, he somehow gets unhidden immediately. And that, and, that, and gets that part of public exposure. That, that part is fine. If, you know, if, if that's the ethos of your show is right, we've got to hide him. Hijinks ensue. And people don't necessarily believe what they've seen or when it comes on the news, they think it's what. Well. That's all fine. But... Motherfucker puts a concert on. 10,000 people, if it's that many, if it's more than that, whatever it's going to be. People saw him. Around the world, in his now four minutes of, of, of advertising, he's promoted the show for a world tour. Mm-hmm. People know. People know. This is what I'm saying. And yet, by the time you get to, say, episode three, and, uh, you know, at, at the end, he saves the day because he, he scares all the crooks off because it's a dinosaur, and they're terrified that there's a real-life dinosaur. It's like, hang on, you would have seen him on the telly, like, two weeks ago you know he's friendly and plays the guitar like we can't have this both ways he's either a fucking giant superstar and everybody knows he exists which is kind of what the pilot alludes to the whole number especially with the credits on guitar and all the rest it alludes to that's who he's going to be it look it it looks like it's a fucking gem spin-off at times yeah and and i think either one of those shows would annoy me less than what this is yes like i i think the one that annoys me the absolute least is the et of it all is the mac and me of it all yeah. of like yeah we've got this dinosaur and nobody's ever uh, because then that that has built-in threat yes like every week that is like well nobody can find denver because if they find him that, they'll take him away yeah and i mean not only that that they can i talked about the the, the the characterization earlier being off as well the sister the sister should be a natural inbuilt threat you're hiding this thing in your house Yep, yep, your, yep. Old, your older sister who probably hates having a little fucking brother because you're always in the way. Yeah, she should be your first point of co- your your first point of threat. That actually, if she finds out, she's going to tell my parents and they're going to get rid of him. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You, that's you your have... fucking show right there. Yeah, except they do away with that in the first episode because she finds him immediately and it, and he's friendly anyway. 
Um, so, so that's you know that's gone anyway. But yeah, it, it loses all drama through that. Then, like there's yeah. there's an episode, like I say later on, where they're at a science fair and they mm. build a model of a dinosaur that the bullies smash. So they have a discussion then about whether they should use Denver to stand in for the model. And then obviously there's the moralizing of well, that's cheating and cheating will be wrong and blah blah blah. And there's right, that's fine. You expect that in a kid show. Yeah. But then of course they do. And then there's this whole thing of like everybody looking at it going, well, doesn't he look realistic? He looks just like a real dinosaur. You're like, but you know he's a real fucking dinosaur yeah. because you've seen him on the fucking news all over the world. Like, you know he exists. Yeah. Did, or I, or even, even if he doesn't exist, even if it's a really elaborate fake, a really elaborate hoax by the concert promoter, whatever else, even then you look at it and go, oh, that looks like the thing we saw on TV. Whether exactly, it's a dinosaur right? or a fucking rubber suit, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and it also, like, it steps on so many of your potential hijinks as well, because yeah. if, if there's this thing where nobody's seen him and nobody knows he exists, then again, you have the Scooby-Doo of it all, and, and they do this in the in the pilot as well. Before he gets fun, I was like, let's chuck a big coat on him and make him yeah. an old lady. Let's, I was going to say, it's, it's the Inspector Gadget with brain. Yeah. No, he's, and, and, he's always in disguise. It's, it's, it was that sort of thing. And again, there were touches like that. I thought, right, okay, there's promise here. Mm. And that's that's probably the biggest thing about the pilot for me was that, yeah, it didn't make any sense because they go down this route of starting to tell this story and then they don't get to finish that story because they put him on TV. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, what, what story are you actually telling now? This is the thing. There is so much that could be done with this that, that isn't, I think. There's... There's the actual thing as well of, as it says in the in the title, like he's Denver, the last dinosaur. Yeah, like he's he's a creature out of time. He has no other people like himself or dinosaurs yeah. like himself, rather. Yeah, but I yeah, mean, he adapts really fucking quickly. This is the thing. He comes out of that egg and he's like, "Yeah, friends, let's play guitar, let's skateboard." Whereas there's an element of this. I know it's a kids show, but there's an element of this that could be like, "Well, actually, I I want to go back to my own time because." Yeah. You know, so so there's a whole show there where it's like, well, how do we get him back home? Like, yeah. can we? Because because the, the egg has some sort of mystical time travel element. Yeah. So why not? Why not? Let's see if we can get a scientist to analyze this egg and see if there's a way that we can get Denver back home with yeah. his family. And the thing is, you you fast forward this maybe five six years, so take you to ninety three ninety four. Jurassic Park has just hit for a start. Yep. Which makes this fucking money straight away mm-hmm. and this this fell in that unfortunate valley between land before time and Jurassic park where yeah i just, guess it did didn't it so yeah. I, mean, I think they it would have caught the tail end of land before times popularity and then would have missed Jurassic park altogether because i think it only ran for two seasons didn't it yeah um yeah. so i mean had this come out in 93 94 even possibly 92 because by the time you get to your tail end Jurassic park would have been coming out and then you'd have probably got another season just off the back of that yeah, but there are ideas there. And, no, there were shows around this you know, this sort of time where you did have that sort of thing where you do have a friendly scientist that you know you can engage. I mean, um, fuck, what was it called on Nickelodeon? Was it Alex Mack? Yeah, secret um, Alex Mack. Yeah, yeah. so you no, know, again, you had this type of show where people had these secrets, and actually, you, you know, you had people working to try and help them and you know, trying to trying to find solutions, all this sort of stuff. That's what this needed. Yeah, this oh, definitely. Needed, this need just needed some sort of throughput. There's no arc to it. it from no, what it I can see, it's just. It just, it's just didn't like, have a plot hook. It was it's just, just like, like we, we have a dinosaur in modern times. Yeah. And I, I, it struck me there was a film with Brendan Fraser from about 91, 92. I can't remember the name of it. He played a caveman who was brought Cali- well, Depending on where you are, California Man or Encino Man. 
depending yeah, on whether you're US or it's very it's funny you should say that because it's one of the first things I I thought of, especially when they like get the egg at the La Brea tar pits and then he's playing yeah. the guitar and skateboard and I'm like, this is like California, man. Yeah, and I mean I couldn't remember the name of it. Um I guess I, I can see it. I knew it was Brendan Fraser, I just couldn't remember the name. I couldn't be California man. But yes, yeah, so, yeah. I mean it had that sort of feel to it as well. And you think, well, there's there was so much they could have done with this, and instead they just went. I know, rather than making him a fish out of water, which would have been interesting, rather Definitely. than making him a target or a threat, no, making E.T. as a as a series with a dinosaur, rather than doing that, they've just gone, well, here's a group of kids who nobody really likes because they're all nerds, and they all think they're cool. Mm. Let's give them a, a pet dinosaur. Why? Yeah. What's going to happen? The, see, this is, the, this is the difference, isn't it? And you know I'm not a fan, but this is the difference between, say, this and Scooby-Doo, for instance, where the key concept is more or less the same. Here's a bunch of misfits. And here's an anthropomorphic animal. The difference is, in Scooby-Doo, they get to go and solve mysteries. So there's yeah. a through line. There's no through line here whatsoever. It's, yeah. it's got that animated sitcom kind of feel to it, where every week it's like, here's this wacky situation we're going to put everyone but, in. But, even but the then, characters no situation. don't fit. No, there's, that's there's the no thing. situation. That's the problem. The, the characters don't don't fit it. And, it. and it almost needs... I think E.T. is is the perfect analogy. It's certainly what I kept thinking about with hmm. this. Uh, and you're right in that the, the issue lies with the fact that Denver adapts so quickly. Like he he instantly understands English. He knows what a guitar is. He knows what potato chips are. He knows what skateboarding is. And and the joy of this is in his discovery of those things and seeing seeing the world through through the eyes of another. Then so you know seeing him perhaps initially being scared of a guitar because it makes a loud noise and then slowly becoming fascinated by it and learning how to play it. and then that makes the whole concert thing even more earned if you want to get to that eventually or the yeah. music video that we get to you know or again it gives you something you can riff off no pun intended when they're trying to hide him and perhaps he's in the garage fucking knocking out riffs everywhere and just shredding up so like he's mm. making noise there's all of these it just feels like such a half-baked idea doesn't it that's yeah. the problem it's like you, you had the concept simple right it, it's a simple high concept idea a bunch of kids find a dinosaur dead simple all right and it's something that's kind of zeitgeisty here you know all right you've missed the boat with et and mac and me and stuff like that slightly but you're hmm. still in the thing of like kids find an alien thing yeah, you know, kids find a thing that's a not part, that's thing, not yeah, normally yeah. part of their world. Alien, not necessarily meaning from outer space. Yeah, yeah alien. alien is indifferent. Correct, Tim, as indifferent. Yeah. So you've got that, and then they just piss it away. It like it's like they literally went. It's it feels like somebody was sat around in a boardroom, going, "What can we make a show about?" Oh, a bunch of kids find a, an alien thing. Okay, what is it? Uh, dinosaur. Okay. That works. Bunch of kids find a dinosaur. And actually, we can probably get some sponsorship for that because dinosaurs are educational because it's history. And that's why we have the bit with the egg. So yeah. we can give you some dinosaur facts, which, hello, best thing of the show. I love those. Um, <laughs> dinosaur, dinosaur kid. Um, so I love those. I really did love those. Those prehistoric segments look great. Mm. They're the best looking thing in the whole show. And that T-Rex looks fucking badass every time you yeah. see him. It's always the same shot, but he always looks fucking badass. Um, so all of that's fine. And they've done that and they've just gone, yeah, well, we can get money for doing that. So 13 episodes, first season, spunk them out, see what happens. Yeah. And, and it literally just feels like they've done that. They've just gone, oh, what are we going to write about? Oh, I don't fucking care. Dinosaur plays guitar and does a skateboard. Kids will love that. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. No, kids are more sophisticated than that. They were then and yeah. they are now. It's just we don't give them that credit. Yeah. You know, and, and all right. Yeah, we're two middle-aged men discussing this now. So, of course, we're going to be hard on it. 
but I think we probably knew as kids, and that's why both of us, like, even though, yeah, we loved the fucking theme tune, because everybody loved the theme tune, right? It's probably, sketchy lyrics and all. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, we'll get onto them as well. It, it is in my list of things to talk about. We just <laughs> haven't got around to it yet, but it was the first thing that struck me. Um, I'm glad you picked up on them as well, Ben, and I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> because they do suggest bestiality, don't they? It's yeah. not just me. Um, but yeah, all right, we all remember the theme tune, but actually... The reason we didn't remember that much of the rest of the show was because it's shit, shit, and we probably knew that when we were kids. And like I said, I used to watch it because it was on every Saturday morning, but it was never the favourite. It was never the one where I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch Denver. It was just one that was on. Well, the thing is, I didn't... Of the of the trencher stuff that was on from between like 6.30 and like half eight on a Saturday morning, you had this, you had fucking Mrs. Pepperpot and Lamb Chop and shit like that because they were just trying to... They were just trying to spunk out content at this point. It was like we need no, we we've we've got people paying for Sky TV mm. in most parts of the world. Um, we've got no, we've got people, <laughs> <laughs> we've got people allegedly paying for a product, and we haven't got enough to, if enough to fill the airtime. And one of the big criticisms that came out when Sky first um, first really launched in the UK was that we're not going to have a fucking test card playing from ten o'clock at night till seven o'clock in the morning. We're not going to do that. But in order to 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 manage that. You have to fucking have something to show. And that's why um, BBC Three and BBC Four never really succeeded the way they were supposed to because they they had too much downtime. Yeah. And so you, in the mornings, it was just right. We've got Mrs. Pepperpot. We've got Lamb Chop. We've, you know, um, Defenders of the Earth was on. That was when it really, you know, that's when he got interested. Then you had this. Then it went into Barney for some fucking reason. And then it, then you started with the day's programming. And it was just like, Okay, well, it's on, and it's something to watch. That's not the fucking news. Yeah, yeah, and that I, it, was the thing of it. It it was always just like, and it was always on relatively early. Like mm. you're right, saying it was like that six thirty to nine slot or whatever. Yeah. And it always felt like it was one of the earlier ones in that slot as well. Um, I think it was kind of in the middle. I think it was about seven o'clock. Yeah, it was fucking early enough. I mean, I'm sure you were the same as me as kids. If it started at six, you got up at six. Like yeah. you were allowed to go downstairs and put the telly on, so you fucking did. And yet, you're quite right. You ate whatever junk you could find—biscuits, chocolates, crisps, whatever—until somebody got up and actually made you food. <laughs> so, Which is why I have diabetes. If, yeah, I mean that's not because I did that until I was thirty. Yeah, that's part of being a kid, right? It's fine. Um, so yeah, I, it was never the one. Whereas, for instance, if Ulysses or Jace was on, hmm. I'd be like, oh fucking hell, right? I, I've got to be up to watch that. Yeah. If I saw Denver, I saw it. If I didn't, I didn't. I was probably yeah. doing something else while I was watching it. Looking back now, I was probably dicking around with toys or something while it was yeah. on. Um, so, yeah, but, yeah, we do all remember the theme tune. And I'm surprised it's taken me until this rewatch to realize how sketchy those lyrics were. Because it is a theme tune that does just live in my head rent-free. Yes. And does go round and round and round, like all of us, I'm sure. All right, because it is very fucking catchy. However, as soon as we started watching, and maybe it's just because we go into critical mode when we're doing this show, but straight away I was like, hang on, he's your friend, and what more then? Yeah. What's he showing you? Yeah, that's the thing. Shows you things you've never seen before. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. It, it's fucking sketchy. Those it lyrics is. are and sketchy. I, I remember, um, so we asked um, our Facebook um, followers about theme tunes about a year ago. Um, and this was one that came up and that was mentioned then. And it's like, yeah, it's just really fucking sketchy. And, you know, for all the other all the other shows we've had and we've watched, even if there's a slight innuendo or a slight on in some way, it's very much done tongue in cheek. And it's like, right, they know exactly what they've done. Yeah, it's very these mother yeah. yeah, these motherfuckers, it's just like, 
we want him to be friendly. So he has no, he has to be our friend. But he's more than a friend. He's no, he's like our best friend. Except the way we're going to say it, he's like fucking Gary Glitter or that uncle you don't talk to anymore. It's sinister, isn't it? It, it really is, is sinister. It's really fucking creepy. Yeah, I, I'm I, look realistically. I'm sure it's not meant to be. I'm sure again, yeah. it's just somebody going, uh, "Here's as little money as it we rhymes." Can write a song, and they're like, "Yeah, dinosaur." What rhymes with then dinosaur? Uh, before core. Okay. Oh, oh, cool. No, can't do any of those. Before. And, and it's it's gone down that route. It's it, yeah. you know, it's not fucking made. There's where there's choice, there's meaning and all of that, but the meaning behind this was literally somebody's got a fucking song out. Yeah, somebody's gonna get paid. And we haven't thought about this, so bash it out. Um and he needs to be able to play it on stage. So it needs to be slightly rocky. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's what it is. I don't think there's any. No, no, I, I don't think that's there either. But... It does definitely read like it now. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's definitely in there. Um, yeah, and and the the, the, the theme tune is actually quite funny because the the style very definitely changes between the verse and the chorus as well. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's like, hang on, it's the same fucking song. Yeah, it, and it both are fine, and both get no. You know, the, the whole thing about knowing the hot hot jungle and all, that gets stuck in your head as well. It's 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 really catchy. But so, hang on, it's a different fucking song. Yeah, they don't fit so. at all. It's, it's like you need a bridge to get into the bridge to get to the chorus. Yeah, it, wait, I think the theme tune is the only bit that really I can say disappointed me with this. Like I said, I didn't enjoy the show hmm. at all, but I, I, I wasn't really bringing that kind of enthusiasm that we have had with some of the stuff to be yeah. disappointed by it. But it's probably the first time I've actually, like I said, the theme tune lives in my head rent free. But this is probably the first time I've actually listened to it and seen it in a yeah. very long time so it's just kind of my recollection of it and then yeah when you actually listen to it you're like, i don't think it's as good as i remember it but it, i mean it's catchy it's unquestionably catchy yeah and i have been walking around singing it all fucking week and replacing the lyrics to other various things that fit usually the name of my pets because that's what <laughs> i do <laughs> i just do <laughs> now for some reason i was i was singing it um, a couple of days ago, and I caught myself singing Reptile, The Last Dinosaur, which would have been I mean, fucking that, awesome. There's a show right there. That's your show right there. I'll watch that all day long. Please, <laughs> someone give me that. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there's, it, it's good. It is good. It's just not as good as I remember it being. Yeah, and I think that's the and thing. it's not like, as rocky as I remember it being. I think that's what's disappointed me. It, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's kind of more of a sort of, a, sort of pop rock isn't it it's a bit softer it, it is it's a lot uh, which softer is, than which I is really it. funny because when you see it in the credits and in the in the concert they do you've got the the the, the band that's playing with him yeah they're in fucking leathers and skins and shit and they look really hardcore yeah and then they might as well be playing itty bitty teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini really this whole thing just feels like a car crash doesn't it like yeah. it's literally like somebody it, it feels like Somebody made a show by committee, and all the committee were interested in is making as much money for as little effort as possible. Yeah. So they were just I mean, like, even, and, even to the point where they haven't even gone down the route of of thinking about who's speaking when they with the, when they put the dialogue out. No, hell so you've no. Got, I mean, you've got Mario. They all they all speak exactly the same. They all have the same parlance. They all have the same mannerisms. The only difference is is, is whatever voice the I mean, the actor is speaking in. Two of them have the same fucking voice. Well, yeah, <laughs> they um, really but, do. You look at the no, you've got Dr. Funt talks like the businessman, even though he's some fucking genius scientist. It's never not funny that. It's never not funny. I'm sorry, it's just never not funny. Um, so oh, the oh, yeah, so you've you've got that. He 
the two villains speak exactly the same, even though they're from completely different walks of life. And one is supposed to be like some, some super genius scientist. Mm-hmm. They're all the kids speak like they're about 60. Yeah. And I, I've got an example here. Um, actually, there's two. So one, the first one is when they're first um, confronted by the bullies, Jeremy, who's the, sort of the, the one who's gone to the museum because he wants to study for a test or some shit. Um, their actions don't seem to be motivated much by logic. What fucking 12 year old speaks like that? I have I have huge problems with Jeremy's character anyway, yeah. but we can and come on to the, that in a minute. The other, the other one from Jeremy as well was that when um, when uh, fucking Fizzback uh, kidnaps Denver in a marked up van, by the way, so his fucking name on the side of it. <laughs> I mean, fucking hell no. Talk about clandestine. But at that point, Jeremy turns to the others and says, I'm afraid we must confront the inevitable conclusion. We may never see Denver again. I will give up on the fucking show then, shall we? Just give yeah. up now. And uh, he gets kidnapped. They lose him once and he gets kidnapped once. And they're very happily, they, they, he gets kidnapped, so they go and play ping pong. They, they lose him, they go and play basketball. So fuck me, kids, what are you doing? Go off an adventure, find the cunt. Jeremy, though, like, can we just, uh, just, just, just talk about Jeremy at the moment and the disconnect between the words that are written, the voice that he has, and the look that they've given him? Yes. Because he looks every inch a jock. Yeah, like he's tall, built like a brick shit house, tanned, long blonde hair. Like he's he's everything your jock would stereotypical stereotypically be. Yeah. Yet, yeah, he he's apparently the intelligent one. Yeah. Now whether they're just trying to shatter boundaries here, I don't know. But if they do, they don't do a very good job I, of it. To be honest, I think they kind of went right. Which one's talking now? Oh yeah. fuck it, that's fine. It don't matter. Because the kind of shit that comes out of his mouth, yeah, doesn't belong in any child's mouth, does it? No. It, and unless unless this is fucking peanuts, in which case, okay, that's a thing. That's an established style, and that's why it's funny. Hmm. But but even then, like peanuts is wittier and yeah. sardonic. There's no fucking just, wit in this. No, this is. It almost feels like yeah, with the writers as well. The most I've seen is is three, I think, on an episode. Hmm. But it almost feels as well like everybody just sat in a room and write. Right, you write shades this week. I'm gonna write Mario, and it's. It just feels like they've all made it up as they've gone along and slung it all together. But if you're going to do that, do you know what? Just give all of the actors a fucking rough story outline yeah, and let, and let them do it because it's going well, to be better. Well, this is it. And you're right. I think that's the impression I got as well is that rather than saying, right, I'm going to write this scene mm. I, I'm going to, uh, or I'm going to write this arc for this character over the next however many episodes, rather than doing that, they said, right, okay, let's just sit down and we'll we'll riff out a scene between us and then we'll type it up. Mm. And there's a particular type of talent you've got to have to do that. I don't have it. I'm not a, an improv sort of person. I, I need to plan. I need to know what I'm doing. Yeah. But that's that feels what the, what these guys are as well. They need to plan. They need to know what they're doing. But they've gone, oh, fuck it. It'll be fine. Yeah. And, and like I said, I feel like it's even to the point where they, they're riffing it in as much as I'm writing this dude, you're writing this dude. Yeah. Let's just bounce off each other. And, and it just never comes together. And, and look, this might feel like we're being abnormally harsh for what is essentially a children's cartoon. And this definitely is a children's cartoon. OK, there is nothing for adults here. Like occasionally we look at some and we can pull a lot out of them and say that and it tends to be either the much older stuff than this or the much yeah. newer stuff than this. But this, this pitches itself firmly at children. There is no yeah. doubt in my mind about that. But you have to remember that, yeah, it might sound like we're being harsh, but like we do this every fucking two weeks. Like we've watched a lot of these shows that mm. we used to love as kids. And, you know, we're not judging this by its own fucking measure here. We're judging this against everything else that we've yeah. watched. And the quality is just not there. 
No. Like we have seen intelligent, well-structured stories yeah. in shows that are aimed at this age group from this time. Mm. You know, we have seen good performances. We have seen excellent animation. We have seen all of these things and it is possible. And so, yes, this might sound like we're being overly harsh, but you judge it against its peers. And I'm sorry, it's just nowhere near the quality level. No. Yeah. Even, you know, even the bad stuff that we watched, you know, when I say bad, the, the stuff that, you know, I'm not talking about the, the grade A stuff then, but when we were disappointed by things like raccoons, raccoons shits all over this. Captain yeah. Planet shits all over this. Yeah. You know, the, the stuff that's been okay, but not great, just shits all over it. This is so yeah. bad. But for all of that, I did appreciate one thing about this above all else. One of the minor characters' name was Freddy Fagnitz. <laughs> which clearly somebody's we need to name a character quick call him fucknets you can't it's a kid's cartoon <laughs> all right fucknets that'll do uh, yeah i mean he's still not as good as fun <laughs> very little is to be fair now as i say though just looping back to the start because i feel like yeah we have given this a kick in for an hour yeah. um it does get better it's still not great but I think it certainly gets watchable once you cross that that kind of five, six episode mark. It feels like they find their feet a little right. bit. Um, I can't say that they backtrack on a lot of this stuff, but it certainly feels like they got into it and realized what was working, what wasn't mm. working. And it they still don't excuse the fact that Denver somehow gets outed every week. Yeah. But they do play more on, ah, but he's a dinosaur. You've got to keep him a fucking download. Like, yeah, we can enter him in a quiz show, but fucking dinosaur so it needs to be a fancy dress one otherwise people are going to find out yeah and that it, it does come together and work a bit better than and they drop all that exposition stuff the performances and the dialogue never gets any better nor does you know nor does the animation but it at least feels like they acknowledge that actually okay maybe we thought about the first three stories and then got lost mm. uh, but they they do bring it back around right. um I would say they bring it back around to like a solid four out of 10 show, maybe right, as opposed okay. to the fucking negative five that is to start. <laughs> yeah. It's less, I mean, what, what I'm trying to say is it's less of a fucking tire fire by the time you get to the back end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, so I watched the pilot and then I, I struggled through that. Then I watched the second episode where, where let's say the, the, the crux of it is he's hiding in the cupboard eating, eating crisps. I was that kid. I did that all the fucking time. I was going to say that that sounds like my life. To be uh, <laughs> um, yeah, to be fair. I feel uh, so seen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, mean, I watched those and I I, 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 was, I got to a point, it was about 10 o'clock. I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I've had enough. I'm going to go wash paint dry downstairs instead. Um, it was kind of that sort of level for me. I So I didn't watch anymore. I didn't want to watch anymore. And then you said, oh, it picks up. It really picks up. And I thought, oh, okay, right. And then over the course of the last hour, I've gone, yeah, I don't care how much it fucking picks up. I'm oh, no. done. I'm done. I am, I am not, absolutely not recommending that anybody who's watched the first, if you're watching along with us and you saw this coming up and you've watched like the first one and fucking hate it, I am absolutely not saying to go and watch the later ones because they're better. Believe me, they're not that good. They're still a waste <laughs> of your time. But if you haven't watched anything yet and you're listening to us thinking, it can't be that bad, can it? Then I would recommend you watch that back half. Unless you really want to put yourself through some punishment and see exactly why we're dumping on this, then yeah, by all means, try and make it through that pilot. I fucking dare you. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's dreadful. It's absolutely... It, there, are, there are very little redeeming features. 
in well, that. This is, this is the thing that makes me wonder how the, how um, production deals work because that's your pilot, and it got picked up for two seasons. I mean, you got to remember though, this was late eighties, early nineties. This oh, was true. a kids show, so it was still comparatively cheap to produce compared to some yeah, that's on mainstream TV. It had we know for a fact it had a sponsorship deal because it was it was educational. Yeah, uh, and then there's also the thing of like. Look, it's a kids' show, so we can take a punt on selling all the merchandise. And there was merchandise. Yeah. I remember Denver T-shirts and Denver books and Denver pencil cases and all that. And even now, it's it's still a thing. You see Denver's fucking mug pop up everywhere. Yeah. Um, they, re- so, they rebooted it a couple of years ago, didn't they? Did they? Yeah. Um, I, th- I want to say it was a French thing or a Dutch thing. I bet it was CG as well, wasn't it? Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Do you know what? Do you know while, while you're looking at that, do you know what I would, would take, providing it's written well is mm-hmm. i would absolutely take a denver movie with a but not with a cg denver i want like a fucking puppet denver yeah. i'll take that all day long I'll i, I would take that yeah i will absolutely watch that okay in 20 in october 2015 zag Toon confirmed it was in pre-production on a cg animated reboot of the series new method, method animation the new show premiered on m6 in france on august 27th 2018 Distributed PGS Entertainment sold the series to 30 markets worldwide. Uh, North America, Canada, uh, Belgium. Yeah, so an English dubbed version began airing in New Zealand on in March 2019. Mm-hmm. In South Africa, debuted on iTunes in 2020. So they did a they did a CG reboot. They sold it every fucking way, and it was probably no better than the original. I might give it a look because I'll, I'll see if I can find it. But I'm I'm, I'm curious to see how it could be worse. I'll be honest. Um, yeah, true. I, you know, I, I was hoping when we when we decided we do Denver first, I was hoping at least that we'd get off to a bit of a flyer, that it would be something that we would enjoy, and it would be nice and light and easy to start twenty twenty two. Yeah, I, I think we I think we should have started with syphilis. It'd been uh, a bit more yeah, entertaining. I wasn't expecting to, to come back in and just start shit kicking straight away. Um, but it is what it is. Like, we've yeah, got a spade a spade here, and it's fucking awful. This is just. Fucking awful. Yeah, there are and, and I mean, demon beaches. Yeah, as we always say, and I mean, no, I, 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 this is kind of my you know, motto for life at the moment. I speak because I find, just because I don't like it, doesn't mean other people aren't going to like it. And if you like it, fine, good for you. And if the things that we've we've called it out for don't really, no, they don't appear in your head. They're not things that you think are wrong with it. Fine, great, you do you. But certainly for me, I mean, I'm having now done like an hour and six minutes or something like that. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I, I never I, want to see this again. I have no intention of ever watching this shit again. Um, may have to look at the theme tune again at some point, but, you know, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah, I mean, look, the theme tune, you mentioned watching paint dry earlier on. The irony of that is if you're watching paint dry and you sit there long enough, sooner or later you're going to start going, Denver, the last dinosaur. And you know you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did have to explain to one of the kids uh, yesterday morning what I was singing. I mean, show it to the kids, see what they think. Maybe it's maybe they do show watch it to the kids shit, and re- so. show it to the kids and report back. Maybe it is just completely lost on us now because we're, we're old. But I'm sure I didn't really like it that much as a kid either. I just liked the fact that he was a dinosaur. Yeah, for me it was because it was on and it meant that I didn't have to sort of read. Because at, mm-hmm. at that age, I wasn't I, I wasn't an avid reader. I didn't sort of start enjoying reading until I was in my teens, and then really made up for it. Um, but yeah, so I mean, this was just something that it was a like Saturday morning. We was too early to go out and play. Couldn't really do anything that made a lot of noise because my grandfather was still being in bed. So it was just a case of, right, we'll put the TV on. 
Mm. Munch biscuits, drink Diet Coke at six o'clock in the morning, because why the fuck not? I do it now. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. Is that wrong? Is it wrong? Apparently so. Because you've just described my breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, not so, with aside new, from the coffee as well, obviously. Yeah, so say with the uh, with the new job, I, I have a new car, and that's my first stop every morning is over to the shop, grab a bottle of Diet Coke to drink on my way to site, where I'll have a cup of coffee. Yeah, like that, that's just not. Yeah, that's just normal. Caffeine and sugar, like the essentials. Yeah, that's how mornings work. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what other reason is there to get out of fucking bed? <laughs> yeah, because especially with the advent of like you no know, mobile technology, you can watch porn in bed. You're not going to get up and have to watch it either. Yeah, I mean, it's harder to clean up in bed, but <laughs> either That's way, a whole other show. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> Although, again, more entertaining than this fucking rubbish. I mean, you're not wrong. Syphilis is more entertaining than this fucking rubbish. I, I, I honestly, I never ever want to see this show again. I, look, fine. I'll listen to the theme tune. I, I'll never escape the theme tune. It'll always yeah. be in my head. So that's always going to be there. But. Yeah, I never ever want to see this show again. If, as always, if we're wrong, let us know. Yeah. But for me, this is a, this is like really the bottom of the fucking barrel of all yeah. the stuff we've, and we have watched some shit as well as the good stuff. We have watched some shit on here. Yeah. This is right down there at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. This is, this might be the new low, to be honest. This, this may be the new benchmark. I think rac- raccoons have just been promoted. I think so. I think so. I, I think raccoons is now just like excrement on a wall as opposed to this. Um, shit I think now. raccoons and biker mice can now breathe a sigh of relief <laughs> because Denver's ousted them both. Uh, interestingly, they're all in the bottom three, so they're all they're all the, they're all in, all in danger. Um, but yeah, as as you said, I'd, I'd love to know what people think because we may have you no, know, we we may have completely misinterpreted this. We may have, you know, we we may be the only two people in the world who feel like this. I doubt it very much, but we may be. Um, so yeah. By all means, as always, get in touch um, on Twitter at SMPDPod, on Facebook and YouTube with the Dublin Podcast Network. You can also go to our website, ddpodcast.net, where you can pick up our previous episodes and our other shows as well. Wherever you get your podcasts from, like, share, subscribe, leave some message, we'll be back to you as best we can. Until next time. See you later. <laughs>